Hey, welcome to day 14 of the Geopaths podcast, where we hope to scratch your culture curiosity itch through many different themed shows. I haven't been saying that during the month of November because I've been focused on just one of our shows this month for NAPOD MOPO, which is basically International Podcast Posting Month, where a number of us crazy podcasters are posting every day of the month. And this month, in order to really, really hone in on a few things, podcasting, geeky and meta, I've been focused just on that one show, The Language Show, which used to be called Changing Scripts, and I think is going to just be called The Language Show, honestly, from here on out. Kind of an episode, this is going to be an episode where I talk about, in general, what we're doing on this podcast, not just in The Language Show, because a bunch of you are tuning in for The Language Show, and I want you to know that there's more to the Geopats podcast than meets the eye. <laughs> so we started out with the Virtual Expats podcast. So we basically so far have done a chronological uh, walk through someone's virtual life online and how it changes when they change places. And Joe started us off there. And I believe Joe will be joining us again in 2020 for an update. So I'm very excited that she's going to be coming back on the show in 2020. So stay tuned for that. Now that did start out as its own podcast, but I folded it into Geopats when we consolidated this summer in 2019. So we also have the Bookish Expats show based on books about other places other than we are super familiar with. So either places that you this, that someone has moved to, places that are that they're not from, that kind of thing. So basically, how do books help us understand other cultures? And what kind of cultural comparisons can we make? We also have the Changing Scripts show, which is primarily what you're hearing this month, although I am switching to call it the language show because I am going to be adding on languages other than Mandarin Chinese when I move from China in January of 2020. So that's going to expand. We've already talked about Japanese twice this month and we'll be adding on other languages. And we've recently added on some new shows uh, which is a global podcaster show. Uh, Heather from New Zealand has already been on there from Sunshine and Power Cuts. We have Sean and Nicole, who are both expats living in Germany. Sean's from South Africa, living in Germany long term. And Nicole is from the US and has been lived in Germany for a few years. I'm actually going to be interviewing a bunch of local Chinese podcasters. Their episodes will come out in either December or January. Oh, the coffee show. How can I forget coffee as I sit here and sip on my coffee? Oh, wait, oh, wait. <laughs> Don't worry, just once, I'm done. <laughs> anyway, so the coffee show is also a relatively new one. We've had a couple of folks on from there. We had Shankar from India from the Writer and Geek podcast, one half of the Writer and Geek podcast. And we had Anna, who is an expat living in the Czech Republic. And yeah, they're both serious coffee geeks. And it was so much fun to talk to the two of them. So I look forward to having more coffee conversations. So that's kind of a smothering of the shows that we have on the Geopats podcast now. Again, a lot of these used to be different podcasts. They really did fit into the global scope of what a geopat is. Geopat is a term that is constantly evolving, to be honest with you. And I did a whole Medium article that I'll put in the show notes. I thought it was someone who intentionally left their home country, moved to another country to learn more about it, and usually did that a number of times. But what I realized as listeners started to contact me and said, hey, I haven't lived in another country, but I have these interests and I have this knowledge and I... I read these books and I'm interested in these coffees and I travel to these places and they 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 had the same mindset as what I thought a, uh, like a serial expat had but they 
didn't have the geography component. So I think geopets, the term geopets, the population might be more of a mindset than a geographical trajectory. It is definitely bigger than I thought. Like I think I was a geopet way before I started living overseas. And if I ever go back home for a long stretch or permanently, <laughs> I think I still would be a geopat, even though I wouldn't technically be an expat anymore. It's not just where you are. And so I think that component of it is changing over time. So with that, I think the population of the people that I'm seeking, although expats will always get a priority <laughs> on this show just because of my, my life, my experience, my bias. Hi, I'm Joanna founder of the website lifeinbreaths.com. Lifeinbreaths.com aims to bring together individuals and communities to share their experiences in a safe and supportive online environment with a focus on holistic health and people who can really change how we feel. We all have our personal journeys and by sharing these we can show anyone in need that they are not alone. It's a place where people can share their stories in an authentic way without fear of judgment, challenge stereotypes of how we should look, feel, age, and how it takes just one person to change a life. This space is designed to encourage, connect, and reach out in a positive way. I'm looking for contributors to write about anything that they feel passionate about. So by sharing your experiences, you could help others. We've had some amazing writers covering a wide range of topics from Marielle who shares her experience about living with type 1 diabetes to Elise who talks about starting her zero waste business. We cover any and all topics from postnatal depression to saving that emergency fund. If you have something that matters to you, we want to hear about it. Share your story and help others on lifeinbreaths.com. Contact us on Life in Breaths on Instagram or visit the website and use the contact form to get in touch. To hear more about me, check out Steph's Geo Expat episode 13, British Expat in China Joe of Life in Breaths Project. I actually haven't done a lot of solo episodes before now Podmopo started for about a year. Yeah, so it's weird to do mini episodes again because I find myself looking at my computer screen going, where's the person I'm talking to? It's not the same at all as what happens when we talk to each other. And I think that's why interviews have become the predominant thing that are done in podcasts nowadays. I resisted it for the entire first year of Geopets. So if you go to the Geopets podcast website at geopets.podbean.com, you'll actually see pre mopo you'll see uh, Geopets podcasts going up to, where did we stop? Episode 71. So there's 71 Geopets episodes. And those are the interview episodes that we did in the many different shows that we host. But prior to that, I have pre-Geopets podcast. And what those are, those are the solo shows where I was basically just oh, just, there's no just about it. There was a lot of planning in it, actually. But I, I was talking about the different things that were coming up in the expat related and overseas related and different culture related content. And there were exactly 60 of those episodes, at least on the website, there are 60 of them that you can listen to. But I do not generally suggest those, <laughs> except for maybe the last few. Uh, if I don't suggest them, 
Why are they there? Because in podcast land, there is this beautiful ecosystem of friendliness and helpfulness vibe of learning, growing, curiosity, and sharing that is beautiful. And part of why I put these slightly embarrassing, but you know what? I put a lot of work into these episodes is that I want to share how much a podcast can grow and change. I think that a lot of good change has happened in that move. Now, I missed the solo episodes in a way because they were really really easy to record. There were no time zones. It was just my equipment. Like technically speaking, they were a lot easier. Now I didn't know a lot about the technical side, so they sound a lot worse, but to put them together, to edit them, all of those kinds of things was a lot easier. But there is a magic that comes out of interviewing someone that I didn't quite realize. For those of you that had experiences at university or at college or at any intensive study or intensive group event where you were up late one night with some folks, like a small group or one person, and you start talking about one subject and you end up talking about it for hours and you make that instant connection and that deep connection, that's what happens during these interviews. But you have this beautiful bonding moment over essentially nothing and everything all at the same time. That's what feels like happens during these podcast interviews. And let me be clear, we're not talking about necessarily deeply emotional stuff in these podcast episodes, but there's still this really beautiful, deep kind of long forming connection that generally feels like it happens. And I'm, of course, talking from my point of view. I do not um, I do not know what my guests think or feel after the interview's over, or even after what they feel after they hear their episode. I'm only talking from my point of view. I feel like these are really interesting, really beautiful connections. And the information and the content and the insight uh, that, co- that come out of these interviews is something I could never create on my own. I had aha moments on my own, especially in the pre-Geopaths episodes. I'd say the last 10 of those, I had a lot of, oh, wow, moments. When I was looking at other people's content and I was reviewing other people's expatness and their projects and and relating it to my own experiences, I had a bunch of aha moments. But it's not the same thing as when you have an aha moment with someone who's sitting right in front of you and, and you both go, whoa, and you have to take a minute. Now, a lot of times I have to fill you in on the meta-ness of this. I do edit out those pauses. I wonder, wonder if that's a disservice to that aha moment. But hmm, see, did I edit that one out? (laughs) I wonder. But honestly, because you're generally hearing these not while seeing us, and you're hearing these not while being in the room with us, and you're hearing these moments when you're somewhere, walking somewhere, doing something, experiencing something else, I assume that blank space might make you think the episode's over, or blank space... uh, it might make you think that we didn't know what we were talking about. So I do edit out those longer pauses. I do try to keep the thinky sounds in there because I think that carries meaning. But editing wise, long pauses, I generally edit out. And I wonder, I wonder if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. I feel like I'm handling a bit of my guest's digital soul. And I don't know that I want that responsibility, but it's too late. (laughs) Because in already 71 episodes, I have taken on that responsibility. I have thoughts of a stationary store show and Dakota from Dakota Broad YouTube channel has 
has thrown his hat in the ring as being one of the first people to be on that. And that will be a very different format. I've got some really interesting experimental audio stuff that I want to do with that show. Also, I taught English overseas for a long time. Um, now that I've been away from that for a ample amount of time, the, the bitterness of <laughs> being an overworked teacher has dissipated. And I would love to talk to language teachers, both in and out of their home countries. So I would love to have a language teaching show, not just a language learning show. So I think those are two different shows. I think those would be of interest to different people. So instead of just the language learning show, which I probably need to rename instead of just languages, I think that's a separate show. So, and I need some folks to, or no, don't need. I want some folks who want to talk about teaching language on there. It doesn't have to be teaching English, but my limitation is being able to only speak English fluently. So you'd need to be able to talk about teaching languages, language or languages in English. That's the only requirement as far as I'm concerned. That and wanting to talk about it. And I'm sure once I leave China, there'll be some other ideas that will jump out at me. I hope this sneak peek into what Geopat podcast is outside of Napod Mopo will encourage you to go back in time to the regular Geopats episodes and possibly to some of the later pre-Geopats episodes and dig around. I think you might find something that's of interest to you if you're a culturally curious kind of person. So tomorrow we are back to talking about Mandarin Chinese. I think you're going to enjoy the rest of Napod Pomo language show dive. You know what happens now. It's time for Damon Castillo. What should we play today? I will remain because no matter what changes come up in the podcast and no matter where I am geographically, I'm here to stay in podcasting. This is a beautiful place to exist. And I really hope that you agree with me. And I really hope you stay listening to us even after November is over. So, Damon?